Hi everybody, welcome to Your Gray Matters. I'm Neil, out here at Peggy's Cove in Halifax. Just gorgeous, you've gotta come out and see our country. Today our presentation is about how to rent to own a home. We have Alfonso Salome from Jag Properties. What an incredible company he has. You do not have to give up on your dream to own a home. I'm a little wind blown here, so I don't look so pretty. Enjoy your gray matters today and find out for as little as 3% down how you can have your home to own. Hi everybody, welcome to Your Grey Matters. I'm Neil Silvert and we're excited about the topic that we have today, which is keeping the dream of owning a home alive. I'm really excited. I have on Alfonso Salome today. He is the co-founder of Jag Properties, a great company uh, in which I've been watching for almost eight or nine years as they unravel this challenge that we're having for people to be able to buy a home and this young guy just look at him he's a young guy he's going to qualify on the show today because i he doesn't have gray hair he doesn't have red hair but he's there's something messing up there but i got some gray gray in the beard yeah there you go there you go so alfonso welcome to the show i know that you and your partners created jag properties as a way to make real estate work better for people. But as I mentioned to you, the dream of owning a home for a lot of people seems to have left their mind. They just don't have that dream. And we at Your Gray Matters, we find miraculous solutions that already exist. Let's talk about the rent-to-own world today. Alfonso, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, firstly, thank you so much, Neil, for, for having me on the show today. It's a, it's a true pleasure. Uh, I, I've tried to catch up with all the podcasts that, that you've recorded. I haven't gotten them all yet, but one by one, I'll get there. You do such a great job, amazing guest, and you're just such a, a fantastic interview. And, and with your vast experience, bringing your knowledge to the world is amazing. So it's great to be here. So thank you. yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit uh, about myself. I'm a uh, I'm a first-generation Canadian. My, my grandparents' parents immigrated here from Italy in the, the mid-60s, uh, you know, very in tune with the, the topic that we're talking about today to provide opportunity for their family. When they left Italy, it was not a prosperous time in Italy. There was... Uh, there wasn't work, there wasn't opportunity. So um, my grandfather came uh, to Canada to provide a better life for, for his family, uh, home ownership and, and all the things that, that come along with, uh, you know, a new country, new opportunities. So um, really throughout my life, I've always looked at, you know, different ways, different businesses, different things to be creative on, you know, how to solve problems uh, for, for people, um, whether that's, you know, in sales and marketing and, and about, you um, Almost nine years ago now, we, we incorporated myself and my business partner, uh, Jag Properties, uh, the, the now the rent-a-home solution uh, that, that we've coined it for, for people that are looking to get into home ownership. And like you said, may have thought it's not possible or uh, as it gets increasingly difficult 
uh, to achieve that homeowner. I'm proud to say that we've helped over 250 families through our Rent-A-Home solution achieve home ownership, create some stability for their family, and essentially create better lives for themselves because they have that security at home. You know, applaud, because it is an answer, and you saw not only a challenge, frankly, you saw a way to grow a business with your partners, and that is the Canadian dream. That is why people come and they move here. And so I thank you and I congratulate you for that. And you said something really interesting to me. This is not necessarily just for people who right now don't have the ability to buy a home because they may not have enough down payment. The interesting thing is they may be new to Canada and they haven't built up a credit rating in Canada. They may have other challenges and rent to own can help in those areas too. They can help someone get into a home now and yet build up their ability to get a mortgage in a couple of years from now or three years from now. And that, of course, is the tenant buyer. And perhaps talk about how it works for this tenant buyer and that the, the title's different. It's not just a tenant. It's a buyer. That's right. That's right. And it, yeah, it's very specific on why we we call our clients a tenant buyers because essentially they, they are tenants first. They they are going to be renting the home, but their goal is towards buying the home, to be a buyer. And yeah, for many different reasons, one that we touched on already, like uh, a newcomer to the country um, that you know has come here from anywhere in the world and, and don't know the rules about credit or how much they need to have to save, or they've come here because they've, they've gotten a great job opportunity uh, um, and, and they've, they've moved here, but they haven't been at their employment long enough for banks or lenders um, you know, to, to qualify them. So that, that's just one uh, specific client, a newcomer to the country. But really, it revolves around three main things. It's the income, the down payment, and the credit, and, and putting all those three together so that the qualification at a bank or, or at a mortgage lender, um, they will be accepted. So someone that doesn't have the full down payment saved, right? They are paying rent every single month, have expenses, maybe student loans or other types of debts that they've accumulated and they're just getting by month to month and aren't able to save up for a down payment uh, to purchase a home. Um, the, the income factor, right? There's many people that are starting new jobs and haven't built up the income history or maybe are self-employed small business owners and are creative uh, in terms of what they're they're claiming on their income, but need to know and learn the rules so that they can claim the right amount of income so that they can qualify for their financing. Um, and then uh, and then credit. Credit is like a snowflake. It's different for everybody. You could line up 10 people with all the same credit score, but it could be all for different reasons, right? Someone might not be paying their bills on time. Someone might be have overextended uh, lines of credit, might you know, someone has new credit, right? We talk about the newcomers, another challenge that they face is new credit to work towards that. So there's there's many different reasons, young professionals that are entering the work uh, industry. Um, and again, don't have that established work history uh, so that they can't get qualified at the bank. So there's many different reasons why uh, people can't qualify, the down payment, their credit, their income. And, and we're looking at finding a solution of what can be done over a two, three or four year period so that they can work towards that and, and achieve home ownership. And, and it's amazing that that is uh, keeping the drive, the, the dream alive, really, where one may think that there's just no chance. And we hear that a lot in the media today. And yet 
we're talking about that opportunity. When you talk about down payment, uh, I mean, everybody knows I'm a mortgage broker. You're trying to get 20% down. Uh, it, it makes it a lot easier if it's 20% down, but you can get into housing for as little as 5% down. But I heard you say to me recently, Alfonso, that one might be able to get into your program for under 5% down. This, this, this is a, a parting of the curtains. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, like you said, most most people believe they need the full 20%. And if you are a small business owner or self-employed individual, typically most banks and lenders will want to have 10%. And if you have you know fairly decent credit uh, and have T4 income or employment income, 5% will suffice. However, we still see many people that are applying for our rent-to-home program that don't have the 5, 10, or 20%. So the minimum deposit or, or upfront uh, initial option consideration for our program is 3%. Really? Now, throughout the program, yeah, 3% is, is the minimum for, for our programs. Now, that is going to be worked and accumulated to build up to the minimum that they need, the 5, 10, or 20%, but they can still enter into our program with 3% initially to, to get in and to qualify. I, I think that this is the beauty of rent to own. Uh, you may not remember, uh, but when I was a young kid, they had a thing in the retail stores called a layaway plan. So you bought a product, the store kept it, and every week or whatever, you come in, you make payments, and eventually you had the product. But then that fell apart because we got these things called credit cards, which are great things and have caused some people to need rent-own. And the interesting thing is with rent-own, you're doing a layaway plan, not on the house, that's a mortgage. You're doing a layaway plan on the down payment. It's, yes, exactly. So let's just use that small business owner or self-employed individual that had maybe decent credit, um, maybe has, um, you know, has the income there. Maybe they're not fully claiming all of their income, but they don't have the full down payment saved up to date. So they can enter in the program with the minimum of 3%. And then over the program, by making monthly payments, a portion of their monthly payment is actually going to be accumulated, added to that 3% over the term of the program, and then credited back to them so that they have that full 10% along with the good credit, along with the income, so that they can qualify at a bank or a mortgage lender for that first mortgage. But the most fascinating thing of this, I think we Canadians love to be very skeptical. Some some people think that they're smart if they're skeptical. And I've often said, no, you were given two of these. Listen, and it's... then decide, don't just assume that it's not real because this is real. You've done hundreds of these. And there's thousands of these that have been done in this country. But the truth of the matter is there is a process. It's not just holus bolus. Okay, we approved you. You're fine. Let's go through what the tenant buyer would go through. Ladies and gentlemen, 3% down. Let's talk about that. But one other thing. We're talking about once this process is completed and when there's success, you move into that home now. You're not waiting to have all of the down payment. So let's let's touch on the whole process. Yes. Uh, so yeah, from a, from a tenant buyer perspective, maybe they're going to go and talk to their their favorite mortgage broker that's named Neil, and he's going to look at you know 
their application. He's going to have them fill out an application, social insurance, name, address, all those personal details. Then, you know, we're going to want to look at, you know, their, their income. Um, you know, you know, how long have they had that income? Uh, what is the, what, what is the income? Uh, you know, is there a possibility that, Hey, it's part-time. It might be, uh, increasing, you know, uh, over time with, with full time. Um, and then again, the, the credit and, and the actual, you know, down payment amount that you have. So the, the application process for our program is not too dissimilar from a normal bank or lender qualification is that because it's a, we like to call it a home ownership and training program. So we're kind of getting the tenant buyer ready get qualified at the bank. So we're looking at many of the things, if not all of the things that the bank or lender would want to look at. And we're looking at where are the gaps? Hey, we only have three, we need to get to 10. Or we their income is going to be increasing because right now it's part-time and once they've been there for two or three years, they're going to be able to go full-time. Um, the credit score we're going to look at is it again over extended lines of credit is it not paying bills on time is it just you know bad credit history you know even bankruptcies or consumer proposals that are in the rearview mirror you know how can we over uh, over only time can elapse to get over those hurdles so we look at it from the standpoint of very similar to most mortgage bank mortgage lenders or banks say okay where are those gaps what is preventing that tenant buyer to qualify today and what is the plan that we need to put in place over the next two, three, or four years so that they can be successful, save up the down payment, improve the credit score, and you know, obviously have the right amount of income uh, claimed over two or three years so that the bank or lender will give them that check mark. So it's not just a willy-nilly, hey, yeah, you can't qualify, let's do rent to own and roll the dice and see how it works. And, and for me, the, that's the challenging part is that rent to own is, is unregulated. Anybody could really start a rent-to-own program, but for me, what is more important is about the successful completion at the end of the program. So making sure that by the end of the two or three or four-year term, the tenant buyers have done all the things, have done the work with our guidance, with our assistant to qualify for, for the mortgage at the bank. And it's very, very important. And of course, there's legal documents. Uh, the tenant buyer, once there's an agreement to do this, has signed a legal purchase and sales agreement. They've made a commitment. Uh, we recommend that you have a lawyer and that you, your lawyer looks at it because it's a real estate transaction. There's nothing here that is dissimilar to what one would go through in other real estate transactions, except rent-to-own is different and is opening up that dream for people. And that, that's, of course, what's really beautiful. So it's not that a process doesn't exist. In fact, it does exist. This just opens the door for lots and lots of people to give it a try. And, and it's a terrific idea to me. That's not just an idea. It's working already. I imagine if you approve a tenant buyer, there has to be someone who's helping them buy the house. <laughs> you know, if they put down 3%, there's this other 17% on a mortgage that's missing. So that must be that you're providing investors or you may have your own partners who are doing this. Let's go through that a little bit. Talk a bit about what's in it for the investor too. Yes, though, though that is a huge component in another aspect of the rental home solution is our is our joint venture partners, the investors that we work with that are, you know, putting 
putting their hard-earned money on the table as down payments, qualifying for conventional mortgages at the bank so that they can purchase the home to initiate this rent-to-own program. So many of the, the investors that we work with are same, everyday people that you know work the nine to five jobs, factory workers, doctors, lawyers, different professions where they want to make a return on their investment by, by making an investment in something stable and secure like real estate. But what separates the investors that we work with from most is that they want to make an impact. They want to make a social difference in the communities and the areas that they work and they live in and help others achieve home ownership. Now, when they're qualifying you know, to purchase the home, they, like you said, they are, you know, essentially providing the, the balance of, of the deposit or down payment that the bank will require, as well as qualifying at the bank or the mortgage broker. So they're going through the same qualifications that the tenant buyer will eventually go through at the end of the program, except they're doing it now. They have the income, they have the down payment, they have the great credit. So the banks are willing and the lenders are willing to give and extend mortgages and lines of credit to them so that they can purchase. Um, so in many cases, these, these investors are you're coming to the table saying, hey, I want to invest in real estate, but I don't want to be a landlord. I don't want to deal with toilets and tenants and rent collection and all the things that come along with uh, property management. So we facilitate all of that for them, report to them on uh, typically a quarterly basis, updating the client, uh, updating the joint venture partners on, hey, the clients are now pay down their visa card or, hey, they've renovated their kitchen. They've, they've changed the bathroom. They've done some landscaping work. And our joint venture partners, investors, are getting to enjoy monthly cash flow and then as well as a profit when we sell the home to the tenant buyer at the end of the And, you know, it's interesting. Let's say that uh, there's a deal to be made on a $500,000 home. If I'm the, the investor landlord, I'm liking this because I never lose control of the subject property. Even there, there's a purchase and sales agreement that's been signed and will be triggered two or three years down the road, depending on the agreement. I still own the house. I haven't lost control of the subject property. That's a huge thing to me if I'm the investor. That, that's right. Yeah, that the, the security, whether it's their their personal name, a corporation that they they uh, set up to to purchase home, it's controlling the asset. You you do own that asset, that the property itself. While Jag is working with the tenant buyer to you know correct the issues so that the tenant buyer can purchase the home. And it's really fascinating, Alfonso. I was telling you off camera, and I want to share this with everybody. I was in a restaurant yesterday having a breakfast meeting with colleagues. I had a waitress, young woman, turns out that she's 22, single, nice young woman, and she happened to be training a, a young waitress who's 31 years of age. This is all intrinsic. And I engaged her in a conversation. My question was simply to her, uh, are you looking forward to buying your first home? And they both said, no, because we can't do it because it won't happen. And I ran the JAG scenario by them. And they were skeptical, of course, as they should be. But by the end of it, they just wanted information. And I noticed that one of them had tears running down her eyes, uh, from her eyes down her cheeks. And she was the 31-year-old. And she actually told myself and my colleagues she had absolutely given up, was trying to manage in Hamilton over $2,500 a month for rent and this opened the door for the two of them 
I think it was a great, great thing that happened yesterday. They will simply go through our website, Alfonso, and if they're excited, they'll engage. But they had no idea that this miracle exists. And so it was wonderful to watch. Then I saw one other scenario. I saw you pull off a miracle yesterday. We're talking to one of my clients. He's He would be more on the landlord investor side, but he has a property for sale and he loves rent home, but he doesn't have two to three years to complete the transaction. And along you come and say, no, 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 get him on the line. We have people who may want to buy the house now. So rent to own may be another answer for some of the real estate challenges in selling homes nowadays. Perhaps you want to comment on that. Absolutely. And to your first story, it, it barely, I would say not more than a day or two go by that I don't speak to somebody. Obviously, I, I wear this on my sleeve, on my truck. I talk about this as often as I can. And when when I explain to people or even give them a high-level overview that home ownership is still possible, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes you know dedication from, from the tenant buyer to achieve that, but it still is possible. And, and that is what we want to bring to the market and continue to bring to the market is that it is possible that you can achieve home ownership. If you do put the right things in place, if you do put that work in improving the credit, saving up the down payment, um, it, it is possible. So from that scenario, absolutely. And, and again, with, with service workers, you know, like the you know waitresses, uh, bartenders, uh, uh, salon owners, things like that, where maybe some of their income is discretionary or it isn't, tips or cash that's not claimed, we could say, well, here are the benefits to make sure that you are claiming that. And this is what you'll be able to achieve if you have the right order. Now, not every home that we buy is the tenant buyer's ultimate dream home, but it's getting them onto that property ladder and getting them started. Because I think if you asked anybody, if you could go back five years or 10 years or 50 years, would you want to buy real estate and hold on to it? And, and more often than not, people would say yes. On the flip side, on the second comment that you made with the challenges of people that maybe, you know, the, the houses are sitting on the market longer. We're seeing, you know, 20, 30, 40 days on the market that homes are available uh, for, for sale. And, 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 you know, the buyers are not coming out in the flocks that they, they used to buy because now, obviously, the interest rates have gone up and the pricing of, of monthly payments have gone up. But someone that is looking to sell their property, and this is something that I've said to, to realtors more often in the last little while, is even in the description, put rent-to-own possible. Because now someone that's looking at the home and saying, well, I can't afford this or I can't buy this home, maybe they can rent to own it. And if that seller is looking to sell the home today and we can match them up with a tenant buyer that's qualified for the purchase price that they want to sell the home for and they like that home and they want to move into that home, we can purchase that through another joint venture partner, through another investor that will purchase the home. We start that rent to own program. That original owner, or in this case, you know, that friend that we spoke with, they've sold the home, they're on to their next venture, on to their next, you know, thing that they're doing. And now we started a brand new rent to own program with a tenant buyer, another uh, joint venture partner investor that is now on title and the owner of that home, and now helping another family, um, you know, achieve their dream of home ownership. So for those sellers that are, you know, struggling out there saying, hey, I want to sell or, you know, it's waiting too long or I wish I would have sold last year or I need to liquidate. Even just putting that on your description, whether you're a realtor yourself or, you know, you're working with a realtor to sell your home, just put rent to own possible. And that will open up now a whole different um, group of people that 
could possibly fit into, into that scenario. And that that is just awesome. And of course, at the end of this podcast, we're going to post our website that will allow people to read more about this and actually fill out an application, and then we'll be in touch with them. What I also want to just make clear to everybody for the tenant buyer and the investors, once the whole transaction uh, or the person is underwritten and they're approved, we don't pick the house for them. They get to work with their real estate agent and pick their own house. They just know the parameters of what they can afford and how to be able to do it. Then once they've picked the home, they've been approved, then the investor takes a look at the whole scenario and decides if they want to go forward. But again, you pick your own home. Jag doesn't pick it for you. Yeah. And that's, again, if if I'm going to go and choose where I want to live, I should be able to, to get to pick the home in the area that I want to be close exactly. to family or friends or work or school, uh, transit, whatever is important to that individual tenant buyer, they get to choose the home, the type of property. Is it a two level? Is it a bungalow? Is it a condo? Again, once we've outlined and taken a look at the application, uh, gone through the screening process, gone through the application, and essentially come up with a budget of 500, 600, 700,000, whatever that number is, yeah, that tenant buyer gets to go and look at one home, five homes, 10 homes, whatever, until they find the home that speaks to them, that they can see that for them, this is where they want to put roots down. This is where they can see, you know, in the midterm that they want to live and eventually create some roots and, and, and establish a safe place for them and their family. Yep. It, as I said, it is a miracle that exists. It's a solution and it's not just starting today. It has a great history. Um, I am a bit of a political junkie. I am involved in politics and uh, I have my own thoughts. It's not a political show at all, but I felt that this program has such merit in these times that I had a conversation with a friend of mine last night who is a member of parliament. His his party, his status doesn't matter in this case, but I had, I got him to envision a little bit rent to own, and he's now asked me for a meeting. He wants to understand it um, because he didn't realize that this existed, and this is a real, real answer in these challenging times and i guess the dream is that once someone gets into the real estate market through rent own it's conceivable that down the down the road they themselves could become the investor landlord and that's what's really exciting about it, is having the chance uh on both sides of the coin to get yourself helped and then be able to help someone else Absolutely. Families helping families. One, I, I can think of many different stories, but one in particular where we had a, uh, a couple that, you know, invested in our rent to own program. And for them, what was important, obviously, they, they wanted the return on their investment. They wanted the monthly cash flow. They wanted to make profit in, on their investment. But what they said to me was that there was somebody that helped them that, to get into their home. Their, their first home that they bought. Now they said, hey, you know, it wasn't nothing to brag about, but it was our home. It was somewhere for us to lay our head. And if they weren't able to get into that the market at that time, it would have become more and more challenging. And they wanted to give that opportunity to another family. Yeah. Um, something that it resonates with me, especially we, we, we touched on it a little bit on the newcomers that are coming into the country. And like I mentioned, I, I come from a family uh, of immigrants. If it wasn't for... The, the family and friends that helped my grandfather 
get into home ownership and guide him and to not be scared about taking a loan or taking a mortgage so that he could buy his first house, that would have changed the complete trajectory of my family for, for my parents, um, for, for, for myself, my sister, and now for my son um, that has that ability to, to get into home ownership. So being able to a family help another family, one family wants to, you know, stop and get out of the rent cycle to create, you know, a better life for their family. Maybe another family wants to work one less shift or go on one extra vacation or spend more time together as a family so that they can get a return on their investment. And putting those two people together is, is really the ultimate goal and joy for us is that we get to be able to do that and help these families, whatever their goals are, home ownership or, you know, a return on their investment and achieving both and they're they're not mutually exclusive by any means yeah it's a wonderful symbiotic relationship but it, it's also interesting and this is just by way of comment uh i i i have a friend of mine she's a very very good uh real estate guru if you will she lives here in ontario but I asked her recently because she's a real specialist in working with landlords and tenants and is very vocal on on the shortcomings and the long comings on both sides of the coins. I asked her recently, what do you tell your landlords nowadays about getting into becoming a landlord or staying if you already are? She said one thing to me, I, I actually was surprised. She said, my followers, my landlords, and she has thousands of them, by the way. I tell them one thing, do rent to own. If you're going to be a landlord, do rent to own find out about it, be the investor. It takes away that whole area of worrying about your own property that a, a tenant's in. Not all tenants are bad. In fact, she told me most tenants are excellent tenants, but you get the few maybe that are damaging the, the property. In Rentone, there's none of that because as the tenant, you've also agreed to buy it. And there's a significant difference for the investor. Absolutely. And and I always think of the analogy of, you know, your own vehicle versus if, if you're traveling and, and you are, you know, uh, have a rental vehicle. Now, if you're driving down the highway in your own car or truck and, you know, maybe you hear a noise or you hear a bang, you're going to pull over pretty pretty quickly to say, hey, what happened? What's going on? Let's take a look at this. Let's maybe the flat tire, maybe there's something going on. If you're in the rental car, Maybe you're just going to say, I don't know what that was. And I'm bringing it back in two days anyway, and I'll let them deal with it. And that's the difference with the, the clients, the tenant buyers that are in the rent to own, and then your conventional tenants. As you mentioned, many tenants are fantastic. They're great. Yeah. And they just want a safe place. They, they just they pay on time. They take care of it. But obviously, the ones that don't, they, they get the headlines, and you hear them, and it, you hear about the horror stories of people not wanting to leave and, uh, and damaging properties. But the benefit of the clients, the tenant buyers that are in the rental home program, they're not only just maintaining and doing the minimum, they're actually going above and beyond to improve the home. Like sure. I said, renovating the property, changing things the way that they yeah. want, landscaping, doing all those things because they feel an ownership. They chose the home. They want to live there beyond the rent to home program. Yeah. Um, so they're maintaining it, taking care of it. And and the relationship is much less contentious. It's more of a partnership versus yeah, a partnership. the landlord versus I'm the tenant, right? Yeah. And, you know, actually, you just touched on another great thing that JAG will do for people. Getting into the home, getting the down payment is one thing. Once you take possession of the home, 
keeping it is a cool idea too. And that takes quite often financial education, counseling, mentoring, and you're helping them with, with that process as they learn how to not only be a homeowner, but how to keep themselves as a homeowner and become more savvy in, in real estate. So I think that there's what I call a full circle of opportunities at, at JAG Rent-to-Home. Rent I, I must say that... Uh, as we say quite often to people, it's like chicken soup, try it, can't hurt you. And and <laughs> so what we're going to do, Alfonso, is we're going to post, uh, of course, the website. People should go on to it, read it. And then if you have an interest, you can just fill out the application right there on the website. And we will post this, as I said. Another way is to contact me directly at yourgraymatterspod at gmail.com. And for investors, if you're a potential investor and you want information, same thing. Contact me at yourgraymatterspod at gmail.com. We'll put you in contact with JAG and we can talk about you becoming a partner in the process, an investor partner. It's, I can tell you, I've been through it. It is potentially a great thing for all parties involved. It's, it's really worth it. Alfonso, you're amazing. And I thank you for what you're doing. It's good for our community. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can have that dream to own a home. Let it back in. Thanks, Alfonso. Thank you, Neil. Be well. Thanks for listening to the Your Grey Matters podcast. The Your Grey Matters podcast was created by Neil Silbert and Jason Silbert, written and hosted by Neil Silbert, edited by me, Jason Silbert, and produced by Neil Silbert and Jason Silbert. Please follow us on any major podcast platform, watch us on YouTube, like and subscribe, and email us at yourgraymatterspod at gmail.com with any questions or feedback. Thanks for listening. Use thoughts and opinions expressed are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of the Your Grey Matters podcast. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes only. The Your Grey Matters podcast name and all forms and abbreviations are the property of its owner and its use does not imply endorsement of or opposition to any specific organization, product, or service.